Got to give it a few seconds before it takes. All right, here we go. It's crossover Thursday time on the Locked on Giants podcast. As I'm joined by Locked on Lions host, Matt Derry, we're going to give you the top stories. We're going to talk about the key matchups and everything in between, including a score prediction. That's coming up next on the Locked on Giants podcast. You are Locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Crossover Thursday is presented by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is so much fun and it's so easy to play. There's no competing with other players. It's just you versus the projections available. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. It can literally take less than 60 seconds to enter. It's that easy. We love prize picks and we know you will too. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com promo code locked on. Hello, New York Giant fans and Detroit Lion fans. Welcome to Crossover Thursday here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You've got Patricia Trena. I am the host of Locked On Giants. And we've got Matt Derry. He is the host of Locked On Lions. And of course, that means only one thing. The Giants and Lions are going to meet this weekend at MetLife Stadium for a uh, for what should be a, a pretty good clash of, uh, you know, two teams that are trying to fight their way into the playoffs. And Matt, I don't know about you, but uh, it's a rare game between the t- these two teams. And it should be a good one. <laughs> listen to you. First of all, it's always great to be with the legend, Patricia Trina. That's number one. <laughs> number two, listen to you, uh, PT, talking about Lions and playoffs. Uh, uh, you are uh, you are on your A game because uh, Lion fans, two weeks ago, this was a one and six football team, and I was threatening to quit the podcast and say, if they don't win next week, I'm done. And I had had enough. And now they rattle off two wins in a row, Green Bay. And the Bears, not that those two teams are world beaters, but they rarely beat Aaron Rodgers. Then to get their first road wing uh, win, Patricia, since uh, 2020 was kind of fun last weekend to beat Justin Fields and to weather that storm. So now th- this is a big test for them, but I, I think they're going to play well this weekend. Indeed. I mean, Dan Campbell, a former Giant, by the way, former Giant yeah. draft pick who I covered this I'm dating myself, I realized, but uh, seems to have the lions headed in the right direction, a couple of close wins, but they are on a two game win streak. And, and uh, Dan, Dan Campbell's a tough dude and you can just see it. You can feel that toughness. I mean, and, and boy, is he a great quote or what? I mean, some of the things he said, my goodness, but he is, anyway, I'll say that I'll say this. He and Dable are great for the cameras. Uh, oh, I saw yeah. your guy. Last weekend, going ballistic on the sidelines. It seems like Brian's a little bit, a lot more fun than Joe Judge, and certainly Dan Campbell's a lot more fun than Matt Patricia. So uh, yeah. it's been entertaining with these two teams for sure. For sure. All right, we're going to talk on today's podcast. We're going to talk about our top stories for each team. We're going to talk about the top matchups. We're going to give you our predictions, and then we'll just wrap it up with whatever you know else, you know, miscellaneous stuff just to get you ready for this big game. And you know, we'll start off with the top stories uh, in this segment, 
And I think for the New York Giants, and it's interesting because we do uh, previews, if you will, for uh, for the Lockdown Network. And this is the same story that I mentioned for my preview. The Giants, if they if there was ever a trap game for the New York Giants on their schedule, this is it. Yeah. And here's the reason why I say that. First off, the Detroit Lions, they won two very close games. We're talking razor-thin margins. The Lions have had their ups and downs, mostly downs of you know so far this season, but it looks like they're starting to, to point upward. The Giants, 7-2, and two, after they're done with the Lions, they have four days before they have to head on down to Dallas for a rematch against the Cowboys, a team that they just barely lost to in week three. All right, so that game just so happens to kick off a five-game stretch of NFC East opponents for the Big Blue. And if they are going to make a move in the division, currently they're in second place, the Eagles are perfect no more. If they are going to make a move, this is that five-game stretch is going to tell us a lot about where the Giants are as far as are they pretenders or are they contenders for the NFC East title. So that being said, there is a danger that the Giants could overlook the Lions, who also play on Thanksgiving, by the way. Let's not forget about that. So they are in the same boat. They have the quick turnaround time, obviously. Um, but the Giants, they cannot overlook the Detroit Lions. They can't look at them and say, oh, you know, easy piece of cake. We should be able to handle them. And then off to Dallas, and we're going to focus on the on the Cowboys. Now, I don't think Brian Dable, the head coach, is going to allow that to happen. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because – Without mentioning names, I was talking to a couple of players about this whole scenario. And I said, you know, what do you think? And, and uh, I came away with, with the impression a couple of guys are looking forward to the da- Dallas game. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. You got the Lions first. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. So uh, <laughs> got to be careful there because this is a classic trap game for the Giants. If they can come out of this one, play competitively and, and be prepared and come out with a win, then we know all as well in the land of Big Blue. Yeah, you know, on our end here for the Lions, I think the storyline is, all right, two in a row is nice. Uh, an ugly win over the Packers, still a win. And then you eke one out uh, in Chicago last weekend where you needed a fight and, and scratch on the last possession just to get the two sacks. And to finally so ju- slow Justin Fields down, and the only reason they were up one was because Cairo Santos missed the extra point in the fourth quarter. This time around, you're right, Patricia, it's like, can this football team actually put a win streak together, a real one, not just two in a row, three in a row? And can they go into New York? And no one expected the Giants to be this good at seven and two. Come on. But Lions haven't won a road game in the second half of the season against a winning team, team over 500 since 2016, when Jim Caldwell was the head coach and they went into Minnesota and won. This would be monumental. It would be a I think a bit of an upset for some Lion fans thinking, well, they've won two in a row, but they're they're not going to beat the Giants. The Giants are seven and two. They got Saquon, all these things, good defense. But uh, there's a reason this point spread is only three and a half or four. I think the Lions will play well. And I think that, like you said, they're, they want to actually prove that the last two wasn't just, uh, we squeaked one out against the bad Aaron Rodgers on that day. And then the Bears, obviously, with the missed extra point. Um, you know, going into New York would be quite a statement to win. And it would get them out of that group of three-win teams. There's so many of them, Pittsburgh, Carolina, uh, Jacksonville, all these three-win teams that the Lions are bunched up with. Have they taken steps here in year two in the rebuild? We're going to find out Sunday. 
Yes. Okay. So we will see. Uh, certainly, you know, it should be a, a good clash. These two teams haven't seen each other for a while. Certainly the last time they saw each other, if I'm not mistaken, I think Jared Goff was your quarterback. No, I'm sorry. Ma I, I got it backwards. Matthew Stafford was Correct. the quarterback. That's Goff right. is, is, is now... Okay, I, I flip flopped it. So right. <laughs> they're both <laughs> that's, former. That just they're goes both, to show you how long Rams. it's been, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, coming up next, folks, we are going to talk about the key matchups between the Giants and the Lions. There's there's plenty of them, but we're going to try and drill them down to the major matchups. So don't go anywhere. Today's episode of Crossover Thursday is brought to you by Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question or have a milestone to celebrate, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. And they've helped millions of couples create the perfect engagement ring, including the one worn by yours truly. Use their easy online tools to create the perfect engagement ring. Or if you're looking for that special one-of-a-kind piece, to commemorate a special occasion, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift within your budget. Shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured and shipped for free in discreet packaging. They also offer overnight shipping if you're in a rush. So go ahead and make your moments sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use the code LOCKEDON to save $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. Again, that website is B-L-U-E-N-I-L-E.com, code LOCKEDON to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, code LOCKEDON. This episode is brought to you by Tommy John. With the weather becoming so unpredictable, especially in the Northeast, you need to start with underwear that can handle any temperature or condition. And there's one brand that can do all that, Tommy John Underwear. Tommy John Underwear is comfortable to wear. Their breathable, lightweight fabric has four times the stretch of competing brands. They come with a no wedgie guarantee thanks to a non-rolling waistband and legs that never ride up. With over 17 million pairs sold, People love Tommy John underwear. Plus, everything's back with Tommy John's best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. So go on ahead and visit TommyJohn.com slash locked on right now to save 20% off your first order. Again, that website is TommyJohn.com slash locked on for 20% off your first order. See site for details. All right, everybody, welcome back to this crossover edition of the Locked on Giants podcast and the Locked on Lions podcast. Don't forget, if you are regular uh, listeners of Locked on Giants, check out all of Matt's work. You'll get everything you need to know about the Lions. You, trust me, it'll it'll help you um, as we get into this weekend's game. You'll know probably more than the person sitting next to you when you watch the game this Sunday. And likewise, for the Lion fans, if you want to know more about the Giants, Check out my work, not just here on the Locked on Giants podcast, but over on GiantsCountry.com, where I have all my written work. So hope you will check that out. And Matt, let's talk now about matchups. And for me, the big matchup, the guy that I'm I'm focusing on because he is such a disruptor, Aiden Hutchinson. Now, Hutchinson is a guy, 
um, probably goes up a lot against the left tackle, which would put him up against Andrew Thomas, who's having a an all pro year. But Hutchinson is also a guy that they can move around. And I look at the Giants offensive line as a whole. You know, they have uh, right now Evan Neal is not going, probably not going to play in this game. He's, he's dealing with a knee injury, even though he was listed as limited in practice this week. But Tyree Phillips has been playing at right tackle. Hasn't been doing a bad job, but, you know, he hasn't really been tested. Then you have the interior of that offensive line. You've got Mark Lewinsky at right guard, who's been solid. John Feliciano at center who's been kind of banged up a little bit. I, I, I don't know what his status is. He wasn't on the injury report, but I know he's been banged up somewhat. And then rookie Joshua Izudu at left guard. And the reason why I mentioned the interior of that offensive line is Hutchinson moves around. So if you're looking for good matchups, probably having him across Andrew Thomas, not the best idea because Thomas is capable of shutting him down. If I'm the Detroit coaching staff, I either look to put him up against Phillips or better yet, the interior of that Giants offensive line. Your thoughts about that? Yeah, no, I, I think you're spot on, uh, Patricia. I think it's a, it, it's a good call. Hutchinson really, like you said, has been moving all over. I thought last week against uh, um, Justin Fields, uh, he had some good, rush opportunities and even got a couple of sacks from that right side and in terms of the left side of the Lions, but the right tackle. So putting him opposite uh, of the young kid at right tackle, I think would probably be the right move. Watch Josh Pascal as well. When Hutchinson and Pascal are together and Pascal hasn't played a ton because he was hurt to start the year, but Pascal's done a nice job of disrupting on the interior, allowing Hutchinson to get free. So I think that that is, is definitely a matchup to watch. Um, I think there are some that will go, wait a minute, he was the number two overall pick. Shouldn't he have double-digit sacks already? Pump the brakes on that. Obviously, Kayvon doesn't either with, with you guys. So it's still a work in progress, but he's played better. A really good game against the Bears. And also, he's dropped into coverage a couple of times and disrupted some plays. The Aaron Rodgers interception the other day on the thick six throwback attempt where Hutchinson picked him off. And then he disrupted Justin Fields this weekend, which led to the uh, the pick six for Okuda. So He's been a he's been a player to watch. Let's see if the Giants can neutralize him. I think yes, on our end for the Lions, what's interesting is, and I've seen this on Twitter and I read this uh, on your website, uh, the Kenny Galladay revenge game is that going to happen this Sunday? Because if there's anything with the Lions' history, it is that former <laughs> Lions who are not playing well and are getting booed by their home fans somehow come out and have all pro games against their former team. This is not anything new. I know Galladay is is hated by the Giant fans, booed last week, benched. Uh, now he's got a hamstring problem. But there's this weird vibe in my head about, uh-oh, does Galladay get loose, play in this game, and somehow have a decent day? Because he's so due to have it, and he was really good here. But the new regime and Brad Holmes decided not to pay him, and now he's just been a total bust there. So watch Galladay. You know he's going to want to play against the Lions. If he does, it would just be the Lions' luck that he has like a breakout game. Is that possible? I mean, you know, it's interesting. We saw Kenny Galladay today in the locker room, and we were kind of hoping he would talk about it. And he just had this look on his face like he was locked into something. So, you know, look, the pressure's on Galladay, certainly. You know, his Giants career has not gone the way that, you know, anybody expected. I mean, he still doesn't have touchdowns. And the running joke here in New York is he's got as many drop passes as he does receptions on this season, mm. which is pretty, 
know, kind of kind of incredible to uh, to to accomplish. I don't think you see that very often. But um, yeah, I mean, look, I said it coming out of the bye week, the Giants bye week a couple weeks ago when or last week I should say when they played the Texans. I said this is a golden opportunity for Kenny Galladay to start fresh. He probably will not be on this giant team next year. Put some good tape out there so that you can maybe go on and get a decent contract with your next team. And what does he do? He comes out and he stinks up the joint. <laughs> you know, yeah. now he's got the hamstring. I don't know how serious it is. He was listed as a limited participant, but now you you sit there and, and you wonder: Is this a precursor to them? having an excuse to deactivate him so as to avoid any potential, you know, embarrassment or whatnot. I don't know the answer to that. Galladay did not speak, um, you know, today. I think he's going to speak tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. At least that's the hope. I know the, the media here in New York asked for him. But, yeah, you know, look, what what player, what former player doesn't want to have, like, a little revenge game right. against against their old team? And, you know, Galladay uh, – I'm sure felt disrespected when he wasn't re-signed by the Lions. And, you know, he came to New York. He got that that monster of a deal. Four years, 72 millions, has not lived up to it. And you're right. He isn't exactly endeared by by Giant fans right now. No, I think that this would be a prime opportunity for him this week to, like you said, put a good piece of tape together. Uh, Lions defense has not been very good, although they've played better recently. Uh, and they've made some plays, but this is a defense that gives up a whole lot of yards, um, and uh, the, the pass defense has gotten better. Kirby Joseph uh, at safety has stepped up. Okuda's having a really good year, but it's still a team you can throw against. It's still a team you can run against. I know Saquon had 35 attempts last week. Wouldn't surprise me if that happened again this week, um, but the Galladay factor, this is something to definitely keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned the Giants running game. Every week, it's funny, you know, the Giants last week made themselves one-dimensional on purpose. Um, because their passing game has just not really been, you know, they, they've got receivers, but no, nobody who I think is going to scare anybody. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Giants go more towards a balance here. You know, last week against the Texans, everybody knew the Texans had, I think, the worst run defense in the NFL. The Lions run defense, I don't think is ranked that highly, but it's not the worst in the NFL. So yeah. there will be opportunities, but, you know, it'll be curious to see because the Giants have to find a balance and not run Saquon Barkley into the ground, especially if it looks like they're going to get to the playoffs, which right now they're on a path towards the playoffs. And Saquon's on a path to have, I think, over 300 carries uh, this season if he keeps up at the pace that he's going. So you've got to you know, find some kind of a balance. Now, Saquon will say, hey, I can handle it. Don't worry. You know, Run me 10 times. Run me 100 times. I'm good with it. But you have to find a balance because at some point, you know, he could wear out. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm curious to see if the Giants go back to that passing balance with Galladay, get him back involved, or are they going to go with Darius Slayton, who had a big game last week? Uh, the pickup Isaiah Hodgins, who had a big game. Um, the rookie Rondale Robinson, he's also on the injury report, which is kind of disheartening. I think he has a hamstring as well. So I'm very curious to see what the Giants do in that passing game. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, uh, the Lions defense needs to get a healthy Malcolm Rodriguez back. I know he was the star of Hard Knocks, six-round uh, uh, draft pick and linebacker. You're playing against a guy like Saquon and a pretty solid offensive line, and uh, the way Brian Dable and, and the offense are kind of structured, they need a healthy Rodrigo, as they call him here. 
uh, did practice Wednesday. So that's a good sign that they can get him back this week. Indeed. All right, folks, coming up, we are going to have predictions and then we're going to wrap everything up for you on this special crossover edition of the Locked On Giants podcast and the Locked On Lions podcast. Don't go anywhere. Today's episode of Crossover Thursday is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game, both for college and NFL. And Bet Online doesn't stop there. It's your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including NBA, NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head on over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the games start. Thanks so much for making today's Crossover Thursday episode of the Locked on Giants podcast and the Locked on Lions podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, please check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, welcome back to the crossover edition of Locked On Giants, Locked On Lions. The, the uh, Detroit Lions visit MetLife Stadium and the New York Giants on Sunday kickoff is at one o'clock Eastern time. And uh, two teams that are, you know, have taken on the personality of their respective head coaches. Um, again, for those of you who don't remember, Dan Campbell used to be a Giant. He was actually, I think, a third round pick, if I'm not mistaken, former tight end for the Giants back in the uh, the 90s, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I covered him as a rookie. And, I, I, you know, it's funny, Brian Dable was talking about uh, Dan Campbell. He was asked if he remembered him from their time, I guess, in, in Miami. And he remembered him. He was telling the story about how Dan was he came in for an interview and he was out of breath midway through the interview. And then that sounds um, about right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it sounds about. And and then he said, you know, he got the job, and then the next morning he was he was in there at five thirty in the morning lifting weights, which which is you know kind of funny. And I I, I caught Dable as he was coming off the podium. I said to him, you know, when he was here, he was a quiet guy. And, and he goes quiet. He, he he like couldn't believe him. So I was telling him the story about how Dan was, you know, he was he was vocal when he needed to be, but he was he wasn't half as you know hyper, I guess, uh, as he is now. As he is He's, now. <laughs> I, I mean, he wasn't as good of a quote as he is now. Let's yeah. put it to you that oh. way. He he was kind of you know kept. To, I don't want to say kept to himself, but he was he was, you know. If you had told me that he would, uh, you know, go on to become a head coach and be this this you know, colorful, quotable the, machine. The star of hard knocks. Yes, yes. You know? And, uh, you know, but anyway, one last quick story. Before we get to predictions, when Dan was hired, I sent him a note um, just congratulating him. I said, oh, by the way, I don't know if you remember me. Well, he sent me back a note and he said, yeah, yeah. I remember you. So uh, so it was nice to hear back from him. He sent me you know, a handwritten note, short note. And, and uh, you know, I said, good luck to you, except when you play the Giants. So, How about that? That's yeah. awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right, Matt, prediction time. Now, I don't know about you, but this is not exactly my favorite segment because I never get it right. Although last week I came pretty close in predicting the Giants final score 
against the Houston Texans, but uh, I'm going to let you go first. I uh, normally I pick the Lions to lose. That's just the way it's been. I mean, this has not been a good <laughs> franchise for a long time. I've been doing the show since 2016. They've well, I've been in the playoffs a couple of times under Jim Caldwell, and that's it. Um, I just I last week I thought they were going to win in Chicago, and I'll say this, Patricia, I think they're going to win this week. I I don't know. I mean, you look at it and go, wait, the Lions are due to lose. They're not going to win three in a row. They're not going to go into New York and win. I just have a weird feeling going by some of the things that you said. I, I do agree. A short week with Dallas coming up. Uh, I think the Giants are due for a clunker. They played so well. I mean, five games over 500. Who would have thunk it? I think the Lions in a close one win 23-21. I think that Detroit's got a shot here. And uh, they finally got a kicker and Michael Badgley. They've tried about 11 kickers in two years uh, with Brad Holmes or GM not not finding one for them. Uh, I think maybe Badgley hits a big one. And I, I think the Lions have a shot here. I'm going to take them to, to kind of spring the upset here this weekend. What about you? You know what? I do agree with you that it's going to be a close game. I mean, Dan's going to have that team ready to go. They're going to come at the Giants. They're going to be scratching and clawing and kicking and everything in between. I guess biting kneecaps. Is that what they Yeah, is? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you're like, you're, you sound like Peter Bukowski. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just thought that was hilarious. But anyway, yes. um, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. And, and I know my listeners are going to say, you say this every week. You say that every game makes you nervous. Well, with good reason. I do, you know, based on, like I said, some of the conversations I had today, I, I feel like they're preparing, like they know that the Lions are, are on deck and they have to get through the Lions. But some of the, you know, they're human, some of these guys. Well, all yeah. these guys are human, you know. And, and some of them, you kind of wouldn't blame them if they want to come back and spank Dallas because Dallas is in the division. Now, I think that would be a mistake. Um, I would not be surprised if between the time we left the locker room on Wednesday to Thursday to Friday to Saturday uh, to even Sunday pregame, Brian Dable and the coaching staff are in those guys' ears and they say, focus on Detroit, focus on Detroit. Don't worry about Dallas. Yeah. That's how the Giants have been able to, to win week after week after week. He's been getting them to focus on the opponent at hand. And he's done a good job of it. Now, you mentioned that, you know, maybe the Giants would do a clunker. Well, they had their clunker in Seattle. So True. as far yeah. as I'm concerned, let's hope that's, you know, Giant fans are hoping that's the last of the clunkers that they have. I do think this is going to be a close one. Um, I think it's going to be a little higher scoring game than what you have predicted. I'm going to go 27-24 Giants. Uh, I think Graham Gano is going to come through with, with, with the game winner. And I do think it's going to come down to potentially who has the ball last. I could see whoever having the ball last, in this case being the Giants, pulling out the victory. I think they're you're going to see quite a few ties throughout this game. But in the end, I'm going to give the nod to the Giants. I think they're going to be in the right mindset come Sunday. And hopefully, you know, after that game is done, then they can start looking ahead to Dallas. I, I mean, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be entertaining. I mean, heck, Patricia, they're sending Kevin Burkhardt, Greg Olson, and, and Aaron Andrews to this game. I mean, who would have thought a few weeks ago Lions Giants would be the primetime Fox crew and spotlighted game? But here we are. 
here we are indeed, you know, you, the Lions having won two in a row, the Giants with their record. And and again, you know, the big story for, for the Giants is to not look past the Lions. If they can do that, you know, the preparation will be there. These, this coaching staff has done a great job of preparing this team uh, week in and week out. This coaching staff, you know, we, t- we are over here in the Giants side of things. We talk about how prepared and, and the creativity this coaching staff has, has shown. You know, last week, eight offensive linemen, you know, in a super jumbo package on offense. And in talking to some of the offensive linemen, I said, have you ever seen that or played that in your, you know, at any level? And a lot of them said, no, it was the first time they've ever done it. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was talking to, to to Nick Gates. I said, I said, Nick, my God, they had you moving all over the place, you know, as, as the jumbo tight end, you know, left side, right side, you were playing some fullback. Have you ever done that? He says, never did it before in his life. He said, but boy, was it fun. So that's what I talk about when I talk about the, the coaching, the creativity. And that's why I feel the Giants are going to have an edge. That's not to say that the Lions won't won't get, be well coached and prepared and whatnot, but I think if you're talking about creativity, maybe I think it's fair to say that the Giants are are at this point the coaching staff maybe has that that competitive advantage over the Lions staff. I I don't disagree. I think Ben Johnson's done a nice job as offensive coordinator in in being a little bit creative. They had a nice throwback screen last week to Swift that he actually didn't follow his blockers only got eight yards could have gotten 80 uh there the 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 um fourth and goal play with brock Wright. go back and watch the tape a really creative play that looked like a run to the left right kind of blocked and then went to the right and was wide open so there's been some creativity lately um you never know what the winds and the swamps of new jersey and the meadowlands if if that will come into play but um lions coaches the last couple of weeks have done some nice things now can they do it on the road again uh, and get a second road win against a really good team. We'll have to see. Yeah. And then one other thing I just want to mention real quick from the Giants perspective is the defense. Let's not forget about the Giants defense. I've been talking about the offense and whatnot. Wink Martindale talk about creativity every week, something different with that defense. It's like, you don't see the same thing twice. So that has made, has given him an advantage because Good luck trying to identify trends and, and certain personnel packages. And he just does a good job of mixing things up. And, and uh, you know, I, I can't wait to see what, what he comes up with. It's, he's, he's like a mad scientist who comes out from his <laughs> he's presser. Really and he's, you know, he's like, you know, rubbing yeah. the hands together. And and you can just tell he's got that gleam in his eye that, that he's cooking up something that he just can't wait to unleash on the opponent and show, you know, giant fans, you know, hey, look, this is what we've been working on all all week so patricia i'm excited uh, for this one sunday appreciate you uh quarterback in this one and we'll see what happens uh, this weekend but it should be fun yep absolutely all right uh giant fans lion fans that is going to do it for this crossover edition of the locked on giants locked on lions podcast uh make sure you again you tune in to locked on lions if you're you're the giant fans and vice versa please tune in and check out my work um, for Giant fans, uh, we are going live tomorrow as we always do 7.30. It'll be our Locked on Giants live show. Hope you will tune in. It'll be t- I'll be joined by Tana and Dog. Uh, so we will take your questions as we always do every Friday night. Hope you will check it out. And uh, folks, enjoy your football. We will be back with our respective shows on Monday.